the video, the Bustin video, if anybody hasn't somehow hasn't seen it by now, please just look up Bustin on YouTube and it is Make sure of, YouTube is the site right, that yeah. you Brunch hit it boys. Blake Lively problematic? Oh boy. I don't like this question. It's the question many are asking. Oh, no. It's the question many are asking because in a shocking turn of events, I'll whisper this, uh Swifties are uh maybe not always super rational and are a uh depending on your personal experience, a uh, horrifying group of people. <laughs> They're all mad. And it has led to Miles Teller even admitting that he is vaccinated. Miles Teller is in the music video for I Bet You Think About Me mm-hmm. with Taylor Swift, directed by Blake Lively, and was first brought to our attention of, hey, Miles Teller's in this Taylor Swift video. Yep. I don't know how you felt about it. I was like, I'm sure we're going to talk about it at some point, but I was like, huh, interesting. Like, Taylor swinging for the fences, doing doing the most, not necessarily in a bad way, like doing as much as she possibly can. For this rollout of red, and I should have known. Like within a day, somebody involved in it had to be doing some either like retraction tweet or like <laughs> "I'm so sorry, everybody" sort of tweet. But I'm scrolling along, I see the Miles Teller man yeah, just I- being like, "Okay, I know that I allegedly brought COVID to a movie set and did all of these things, but like this is what will make me break my silence on this. I am indeed vaccinated." <laughs> Everybody, please stop being so mean. Yeah, that is um, it, it is surprising, and it's it's surprising to me too that as a Taylor Swift fan and as a big Miles Teller fan, that I wasn't compelled to watch the video. I haven't like, seen it. No, I haven't seen it. So uh, I haven't seen the short film with Dylan O'Brien. I haven't seen. I've listened to the music, but I haven't seen any of the the, the visual stuff. Um, so that's surprising. Like you'd think that if this would be like a cr- a brunch cross promotion that we can't miss. Once upon a time, that would have been an emergency episode. Oh yeah, and it is surprising to me that that Taylor Swift is tabbing Miles Teller for this video because my, I, I don't know why. I don't know why I think this, but Miles Teller doesn't seem like a Taylor Swift kind of guy. Like in, in no. like Taylor Swift welcoming Miles Teller. Into her world, I guess. Right, but and I got to choose my words carefully here. Uh, it's tough to tell who and what strikes Taylor Swift's fancy. Yeah, like I do. Fair. I do not consider her a tastemaker. I'm very no. glad that she um, has done a lot for Heim's career, but I don't necessarily th- like. I don't. I just. Don't think of Taylor Swift as somebody who's like, ooh, I got, like, an eye for this stuff. But, like, I, I think, like, in my head, I don't know these people, but I think, like, these two people, I could see clashing a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. especially with Miles Teller's sort of what, we, what we've heard about him, what's been reported about him. It seems like he rubs a lot of people the wrong way. Not to be mean, but they are both, for better or worse, or maybe not correctly, rightly or wrongly, they are both, now what did they do, people? True. They're both like, hey. Yeah. Did you see what Taylor Swift did? What? Or did you see what Miles Teller did? Oh no, what? I'll tell you though, the the dynamic there, there's intrigue. Like I would watch a documentary. I would love to be a fly on the wall. But just not a music be... video we've learned. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like just being a fly on the wall and seeing how they 
how they interact. Yeah, I personally did. I listened to, I listened to Red Taylor's version as just a, hey, popping in. I've got some preconceived notions mm-hmm. that I'm nearly positive are going to be confirmed. Listened, they were confirmed. I'd come to grips with it anyway. Yeah, or just like it's like not rocket science. Like this isn't going to sound as good as the original version. And it doesn't. Uh, for some reason, Nora explained it to me. I didn't totally understand it. Max Martin isn't involved, can't be involved, hmm. legally can't be involved. If Max Martin was touching your stuff, even if he wrote the songs and you re-record the songs that he wrote and you're allowed to do that, it's still not going to sound as good because that guy has got a the, mixing touch. that The acts, golden touch. Seriously. Like he puts a, oh, I know. He puts a shine <laughs> on songs that other like producers simply can't. Like he, I forget what... There's some frequency range that okay. he is like the master of that other uh, producers and mixers don't touch, don't care about. I know very, very, very little about mixing, but I do know that like Max Martin songs aren't just going to sound shinier, better. I know very little about music and yeah. I can barely speak analytically about it or think analytically about it. But I can tell you from my experience it's something about Max Martin. Oh, yeah. constantly making hits. This is really good. Is it Max Martin? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Ah, I <laughs> I've knew heard... I was a music person. And then there's also like, oh, I've heard this before. Is, is this Jack Antonoff? <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, but uh, the big thing for me was uh, 22 was the biggest, or the, the two stark differences. And Nora correctly noted. By the way, check out Nora's uh, Ringer podcast, uh, every single album. They're doing everything with Taylor. They're, they're, they are doing, again, I say this in a good way, the most. They are <laughs> leaving no stone unturned with Taylor and re-recording all these things. But uh, Nora correctly pointed out, it is the singles that are most notably worse or different. She didn't agree that it was worse I think that she's like... Well, I mean, that makes sense, because like, you're most familiar with the singles. People, they're, they're, there's no way it would live up to what our, what our, what our existing experience is with it. So right. that's not like a knock on it, it's just a... Yeah, even if like something's like just a tiny bit different, you've heard the song a million times in one certain way. Yeah. If anything has changed, it's going to like... You're going to register that in one way or another, and it's going to feel different. Yeah. They, the, the songs are, they sound a little smaller, a little, or I, I, I think a lot more, um, like produced, but not in necessarily a good way. Uh, Brun Touchable and hockey fan Ben Mathewson texted me and was like, Hey, this all kind of sounds like, very cleaned up, right? And I was like, yeah, well, like, all Taylor Swift songs are very, very, very cleaned up. But this is more... Like, her vocals are always, like, tuned to be perfect yeah. and everything. And that's the way that I personally think it should be with Taylor Swift because she's a pop artist. But And, I, not to be mean, but, like, not a great vocalist. Not the be- Yeah, you're right. Not the best singer, which, I mean, again, personal preference. I don't think she has to be. And I've seen more people recently notice that yeah. or like point that out and make that observation it's like yeah that's sort yeah, of always been the case too, with her i'm like so what like right yeah it's it's like her songwriting that yeah. has always been her biggest strength i think yeah even though i mean, yeah even though i don't think she's the 
best songwriter. But yes, her strength. But is like, if like, you're ranking things, songwriting is way above vocal performance. Yeah. Um, so th- again, like the vocals are always going to be fixed, and I have no problem with that. But if you uh, correct things timing wise to make them like perfectly in line, so everything's on beat and everything's totally in rhythm, it'll sound perfect but it'll also sound really small so that's what you get with uh like we are never getting back together does not sound huge and gargantuan and all like gang vocal type of stuff people people take big issue with the uh wheeze very funny have you heard the no. version so of Weird? I'll, I'll let you in on a secret yeah. not a big red fan um oh that's right yeah i'm not crazy about red um you go like Fearless to 1989, right? Mm, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, and um, I, I have I have listened to like some of it. I've listened to All Too Well. I've listened to um, I listened to Better Man, which I'm a big fan of, even though it doesn't sound anything like Pearl Jam. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I <laughs> we had a funny exchange. You texted me and was like, "Better Man cover, very good," and I was like, "Let's go," because I like Taylor covers. Uh, famously defended the september cover yeah like that was that was fine and that was a guy I, I i don't think i've listened to it since it came out but i remember when it came out i listened to it i was like yeah that's good i enjoy this yeah and i don't like i don't like how protective some people are over covers um, yeah but no I, I, and and so like you correctly pointed out that i didn't know this that the um little big town yeah uh song is, was written by Taylor and I didn't know that. So yeah. it's so it's a cover but not really a cover like she's performing her own song. Right. So that but that's why so you understand my confusion then because there is a Pearl Jam song called Better yes. Man that when you said Better Man cover I was yeah. like let's go. And honestly, <laughs> I don't even love that song. I'm not Better yeah. Man? Yeah. Better Man is like one of my favorite songs of all time. It is a good song. It's an I incredible think, I think song. It's because when I was a kid like listening to Pearl Jam, I remember that was kind of the song where it's like well, you're not really ahead if you like. Better. Well, that, like, better yeah. man is like the radio song, but like that's a great song. It's a great song, and it got me into Pearl Jam, which was like my first ever favorite band. Really? Yeah, they're the for, first if, band that you saw famously. Yes, yeah, yeah. So, like, I have a special place in my heart for that song. Although stylized, yeah. there's no space in between uh, better and man. It's oh, just better man. That's right. Yeah, which is kind of cool because that's how like the song goes. Better yeah. man. Also, how the guy says it in the Wedding Singer. True, yeah. Best man, better man. <laughs> is that uh is that Steve Buscemi? I don't know. I no. know that Steve Buscemi is one of the people that gives speech at some point. I haven't point. seen Wedding Singer in a long time. That'd be a great movie to revisit for Tomato Fights. Man, I remember I had to leave the Wedding Singer as a child. My friend's mom took us and was like Look, this we is inappropriate. Go. This is inappropriate. At what point? Do you remember what point the 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 cord was pulled? I believe it was the old woman talking about her sex life, and <laughs> well, I'm sure there were worse things prior to that. Well, that's stupid. Like you're when you're a kid, you can hear that shit, and it just doesn't register. Also, unequivocally, somebody putting meatballs in somebody else's hands is more disgusting <laughs> yeah. than like hearing you, words you about sex potentially making the choice to visualize <laughs> yeah. what somebody is taught like if, if a person is like <laughs> I don't I don't recall we'll have to revisit it when we do that do this movie but 
I don't recall like any graphic blow by blows. <laughs> I think that, that woman is just like saying that she's sexually active or something. Yeah. And okay. Yeah, and like and in a, a, the wedding singer, I would imagine that it was done like for comedy, not for the sake of like being explicit. I don't. Th- yeah, I feel like nothing was really diagrammed or. Yeah. I don't, it's a PG-13 movie. This, I can't remember there being your a Your friend's mom seems like a real wet blanket. And yeah, it's weird. Maybe, uh, I don't know. That would be an interesting discussion as to why. It, uh, there's a good chance that it could have been a last straw type of situation. Okay. If Next time I watch Wedding Singer, I will try to note how many. How old were you, by the way? Uh, let's see. The Wedding Singer came out in 1998. Oh, so you were like... And it came out in February of 1998. So I was nine years old. Okay, so you were very young. <laughs> I should not have been brought to that No. Movie. Okay, so this changes it. That could have nine? been... Like nine? Somebody... Nine? Nine? <laughs> somebody get some pants on that baby could have been like too inappropriate for a nine-year-old yo that's crazy now i'm thinking now my friend's mom is like kind of a party animal yeah right she went from a wet blanket to being like a real wild card wow taking her fucking nine-year-old to go see rochelle rochelle yes long journey from milan Milan to to minsk Minsk. uh shout out the man who plays the soup nazi on seinfeld a on the right side of the youtube the recommendation thing it was an interview with uh, the Soup Nazi guy, and it was like how the guy who plays Soup Nazi had the best year of his career. Let me see. Oh, yeah, because of, uh, of Cameo, right? Yes, I didn't know this. Yeah, he crushed it on Cameo last year. Larry Thomas, who, yo, can't make this up, famously <laughs> played Soup Nazi. One of my favorite recent things, by the way. I feel like saying famously has always been a, a thing, but... I like that, especially on this podcast, we've kind of let it get out of control. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like a, something that we throw in with like It's like how people everything. misuse literally. Yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah, just say famously for everything. Somebody yesterday, I when Phil Rivers was on the Manning cast, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, let's go. Like the best quarterback in the 2004 draft has entered the chat. And someone was like, yo, the only one without a ring, which JP Lossman, get out of here. Uh <laughs> But it's like he famously got married <laughs> very young. People forget he got married after his freshman year. Yeah, and then had all the sex. Yeah. I was talking about this earlier. I was like, I like legitimately a daily goal of mine, and it sounds stupid because I break it all the time, is like I really don't try to judge how people live their lives or whatever. Uh, it's mean and in a lot of ways pointless. But like that is like a like locking in a life decision when you're a freshman in college and not even and like a freshman athlete in college. Yeah, that is like a I really think about that again, like through my own prism of like for me, (laughs) I think that would be really, really crazy for me to do. But I mean, he's seemingly seemingly making it work. Yeah. Has a, He's still popping out kids every nine months. Did you watch him on the Manning cast at all? No. I haven't watched anything, any Manning cast ever. Oh, whoa, really? Yeah. Damn. It's good. It's not the best, but it's good. It's kind of like, 
It's kind of like Ted Lasso. Like, I was gonna. I thought you were gonna say it's kind of like Taylor Swift. It's kind of like Taylor Swift. Like it makes me happy, but I know it's not like yeah very good. There's a. I mean, mainly because there's isn't a that lot part of, of like, the charm though? Like yeah, it's, it's so uh, shoddy. Yeah, it's such a mess. That, yeah. Like, yeah, there's a lot of Zoom issues at all times. I do. I do like the power move of ESPN using ESPN two as just like a fuck around channel. Yes, and it's just like okay. We on one channel we've got our serious production. On the other channel, we've got the same event, but we'll just throw shit at a wall. I have wanted sports channels to do that forever. I loved the idea of, like, if you're watching a insert team game. Um, well, that's really where subscriptions, like, subscription services should go. Like, yeah, ESPN or, Plus, like, they should, like, yes. because they have... Um, like now they have the NHL rights and stuff. Like I've always wanted a channel or a broadcast that just does natural sounds. So if there was like an ESPN Plus broadcast where they only did natural game sounds, yeah, fuck yeah, I'd sign up for ESPN Plus in a second. That'd be amazing. I mean, the, have you seen? Uh, I think it's called Players Only. Uh no. NBA will show games with only game sound, and there's a couple of former players. Talking like lightly, there's no play by play. Okay, they're just watching the game and talking. It's like kind of like eavesdropping at the game, right? Okay, and that's that's I, very cool. I love that. Yeah, dude, I'm totally. I've yeah for really since like people started to to look for like alternative ways to do game coverage. I'm like, yeah, why don't places just, especially like rights holders, yeah, put I, on. The game, not to say that, like, I don't love watching, like, Jack and Brick or something, but, like, if you're a team that... I'll, I'll go out of market so it doesn't sound like I'm talking about either my employer or, like, <laughs> rival stations or whatever, but, like, say you are the Pittsburgh Penguins. They're in the news. Mm-hmm. Very hot in the streets these days. Famously being sold to John Henry mm-hmm. and LeBron James. People forget That's he right. has a minority stake. Um, if you are the rights holder of the Pittsburgh Penguins, why not have, like, a another buy one of those like the way nesson does nesson plus or whatever like buy some random like yeah. cheap channel that's whatever and just put on you want to do an x player you want to do some hip kids like uh, like whoever they're like pete blackburn might be and yeah just pop them in and i don't know see like, what happens yeah i don't know like the business side of it but i wonder if it's just like splitting the viewership in a way that yeah. it would hurt that's um, my guess yeah, but like I, I don't know if you remember this, but like NBC a number of years ago, they had a. I don't know if it was like on purpose, but like if you would go in while watching a hockey game, an NHL game on NBC, and you changed the language on your cable box to Spanish, it would pull, it would pull away the the announcers, and you would only get game Whoa. sound. And Life so back. I I did that a ton. And then, Rude. like eventually, <laughs> eventually the uh, that just kind of like stopped being a functionality they thing. Fixed the glitch, yeah. And so uh, I, I miss it. I miss it all the time, dude. Uh, like, th- there's nothing better than watching hockey with just natural sound. Yeah, it is a good experience. We came kind of close. We flirted with the idea of going to a hockey game mm-hmm. last week, dude. I'm totally fine with the fact that we didn't go to that game, but. Would have been a great one. It was a fun game. No pun intended. I mean, Oilers, <laughs> Bruins, and Oil Boys just went off. Bruins went in with that bold strategy of 
lightly and loosely playing defense, <laughs> and that was so much fun. Not you a good up, team to do that against. I mean, you would have been able to do it from the game. I was going to say it's a good thing we didn't go because you got off a terrific tweet, which was Brandon oh, Carlo yeah, yeah. looking like Connor McDavid out there. <laughs> Snap and tape to tape passes to Leon Dreisaitl in the slot. Oh, that was so... Man, I love watching Leon Dreisaitl score goals. I would have had such a fun Having time. Having a good time this year because... That guy's got like 16 goals in 15 games. Would it have been inappropriate if I had worn my uh, dry sidle gear to the Bruins game? Yeah, like somebody would have snapped a picture of you and then like never let you live it down and been like, you fake fan. Yeah, I think that it would have, uh, I'd have been accused of uh, like being a troll. Mm -hmm. And like legitimately, that wouldn't be the. Hey, you just like Leon Dry Sidle. I'm so excited I get to go see. Leon Dreisaitl. Yeah. That would have been really I do, cool. I do think that it's time. very funny to like to go see the Oilers play and be like Le- like Leon Dreisaitl is a great player oh, but like right. but like obviously Connor Dreisaitl's McDavid. Team. Yeah, Connor McDavid is the guy to go see. Uh like if you're picking one guy. So I just I think it's funny that you would be like I am going to see Leon Dreisaitl. I am going to see last year's reigning Hart Trophy winner. Wait, you mean the reigning Hart Trophy winner or last year's Hart Trophy winner? No, last year's <laughs> reigning Hart Trophy winner, Leon Dreisaitl. Well, you know the actual reigning Hart Trophy winner, last year's Hart Trophy winner, is on that team. Yeah, he but that's the beca- best player in the world. Yeah, but that's because he played with the reigning Hart Trophy winner. So, exactly. like that, it was he- the Bergeron thing. Where <laughs> yeah. like, well, we're not going to give it to you every year. Right. We're going to have to give it to somebody else. I don't know who's the best player that gets to play with Leon Dreisaitl yeah Oilers are fun and they're good this year yeah I mean like they are I think they're the best team in the league in terms of entertainment value just based off of like they're still not great at defense but oh boy they will (laughs) score on 50% of their power plays and they've got two of the best players in the world and that makes it fun yeah and look fun is something that we all want right now feeling good is something we all want right now and if you are taking care of yourself, which I hope all listeners are, hope you're going to therapy. If that's something that you can do, if that's something that you feel you need, do everything you can to take care of yourself. I'm going to call out myself right now. I know this for a fact. have mentioned this to the old therapist. I'm like, you know what? I'd be feeling a lot better if I were maybe exercising a little bit more. I'm not doing that. That's my problem. I've got to add that in. Find little things that you can add into your routine to make yourself feel better. I'm going to just volunteer one right now. New mood. There you go. I'm not saying that this is a therapy app. I'm not saying that this is a direct one-for-one replacement for some of the important things we have in our lives. But it is still very important to attack it every way you can. Yeah, take care of your mentals, as one Marshawn Lynch once said. Exactly. Take care of your mentals. It helps you manage daily stress anxious thoughts that's something that we're all trying to make sure we can get a handle on again i call myself out i've had like four cups of coffee today what are you doing dave you can't do that you're just gonna have to be tired you're gonna have to do the podcast a little bit worse because you're gonna go crazy if you drink too much coffee so new mood maybe help balance that out maybe give me that little respite that little relief that i need it's here to guide you to mental wellness and give you the tools you need to tackle Whatever it may be, that anxiety, that stress, whatever life throws at you. And sometimes, we've talked about this, it doesn't even need to be life's throwing something at you. 
our bodies and our brains work in mysterious ways and it's about having people to talk to it's about Mm -hmm. having resources it's about finding ways this is a big one find ways to slow the day down a little bit so and just like even when things are going well, it's it's I think it's important to keep a like a personal inventory oh, and yeah. keep yourself in check, keep yourself accountable, yeah, and not not get like too comfortable, I guess. Oh yeah, that's the, the I've told the story before, but uh, I don't see this therapist anymore. But when I uh, a past therapist that I saw when I went in, they were like, "Hey, so uh, like what's what's troubling you?" And I was like, "Just getting ready, just like." <laughs> Just trying to build up a little momentum for when something is. Like, I'm actually okay right now. So, you gotta always be... Yeah, I like the Marshawn Lynch quote. Taking care of your mentals. Uh, with New Mood, you'll take the journey to mental wellness one step at a time. Their guided approach teaches you the power of shifting that mindset in just a few minutes a day. There's a team of dedicated coaches that will provide you a support system that'll help you as you tackle the journey that is life. You're going to notice some changes, how you might feel in a stressful situation, whether the big thing for me is like how things affect you, like kind of softening the blow of life. That sounds dark and depressing, but like it's kind of true, like not being as worked up over small things. Mm -hmm. That's at least my own personal thing and how I try to or what, what I'm on the lookout for. So know that you're stronger than your stress. Know that it doesn't get to control you. Equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to steer yourself to happiness. This is not a, I'm going to go by this, bang, 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 bang. These are the same steps for every person. It's going to be different. It's going to be a different experience for each person. But that's why this is a good app because it helps you navigate the program at your own pace. And you'll have the support of a coach along the way. So worry less, feel happier, sign up for your trial at noom.com slash brunch. That's noom.com slash brunch. N-double-O-M is how you spell noom. And L-A-W-S-U-I-T is how you spell Quentin Tarantino right now because Miramax is suing his balls off. Really? I did not catch this story. Please. It's a a new story, and I kind of overhyped it a little bit. He is making, he says he's going to make NFTs of Pulp Fiction. And this Uproxx story notes that Quentin Tarantino kind of always says he's going to do things, and then they just don't happen. Like, he's very, like, he's worked well for this podcast. Oh, yeah, Yeah. definitely. Big big ideas, man. Not always an execution man, because life gets in the way, and it can be stressful, so slow it down a little bit with new New mood. (laughs) Yeah, new mood. That'll help you out. Just go to noom.com slash brunch for your trial that's noom.com slash brunch Ooh, you thought you were out of the read Ooh, think again that's we're right. bringing it back now i'm in it as haim once said okay uh he says that he is going to make nfts for pulp fiction according to the hollywood reporter the film company miramax that was his home for quite a long time, is suing him over his plan to release seven non-fungible tokens related to his big breakthrough, which they distributed in 1994. The plan was to release digital versions featuring scenes that were cut from an early version of the script, as well as artwork and commentary from Quentin Tarantino himself. As with all NFTs, they'll only be available to the lucky ones who manage to finagle a single copy. 
I wonder what gas would be for that. I bet. I still don't totally understand gas, but I don't. I don't understand it at all. Gas has been so ridiculous the last like legitimately like three weeks. I haven't. I haven't bought an NFT in so long. I'm just sitting there on an NFTs. Okay. Just. I don't know what any of that means, but uh, I, I, I am, hope that these. I hope that these things aren't growing fungibility while I'm not touching them. I, I hope see, they remain non fungible. See, like I understand the uh, like the appeal. Of, of like that sort of style nft and that would that actually has a uh like it makes more sense value wise to me for like something like that but the exclusivity of it would kind of drive me crazy you know yeah. what i'm saying like as somebody who likes quentin tarantino movies and like doesn't have a million dollars to throw around i want to hear that shit and i want to see that shit but, like, I can't pay for it. Yeah, it's 250 ETH, by the way. I think that's what you meant. Fuck up. Whatever. <laughs> I hate this. Uh, I actually don't even know what Ethereum is right now. Somewhere but, around there. Um, yeah, I, I just, like, you know, I, I don't love hiding stuff behind a paywall or, like, making shit, like, super exclusive. Yeah, that, does, that, that just doesn't count. It's like, that's, like, not all of the Pulp Fiction stuff. It's like, oh, well, do you know all the Pulp Fictions over the world? I'd be like, oh, it's just the movie. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, well, no, there were seven NFTs made, and only these seven people know what happens in UT. Yeah. But unless they one person owns all seven, nobody really knows. Yeah. And I'd be like, uh, no, everyone knows because those things aren't really part of the conversation, and yeah. it's just the movie. It's like, uh, it's like the Wu Tang album. Yeah, that's, that's that Shkreli had. It's like, have you heard all the Wu Tang stuff? It's like, yeah, I have. No, you haven't because we only Martin Shkreli has. <laughs> Right, cool. If we're ranking Wu Tang albums, we're not. Nobody is bringing that up because right. it just doesn't count. That's its own separate thing, and that can be its own separate thing. But like, it's just not. Let's not make this a trend. Is what I'm trying to say. Like, I, I, yeah. I would hate to see like that much stuff go into lockdown. I'm glad you brought up music because uh, what I don't, you? Oh, Wu Tang. Yeah, okay. I was like, it's like far be it from me to bring up music. We are coming up on Spotify Wrapped, and yeah. I kind of took last year off from Spotify Wrapped. It was, uh, what did it tell me? It was just like, oh, yeah, you listen to the Beach Boys. And this I was is like, my, I know. This is my first full year with Spotify. Um, oh. So I, I'm i a little excited about that, but also, like, I know that it's going to be totally fucked by streaming. I just, I was just thinking that. I was like, oh, shoot. I didn't even uh, consider that. But what I was going to suggest is uh, we should throw our Spotify wraps and the listeners' Spotify wraps by making a playlist that by curating a playlist that people and stealing this move from Wolfpack who famously and this is true they famously gamed Spotify by making an album called Sleepify that had oh, yeah. like 10 tracks that were whatever the minimum length is I think it's 31 seconds or something to qualify as a stream and they had people stream it in their sleep and it was just silence and then they threw, they put on a free tour as a result of that I don't. We're not going to make any money off this because that's doesn't couldn't be us. But uh, we could throw people's Spotify playlists or Spotify Wraps by making a playlist and just have people stream it when they're in when they're sleeping on repeat, so people get. I don't know. We could even, we could make it like sophisticated. We could make it crazy. We could make it silly. Like if I don't know, someone's like. Like the 101 Dalmatian soundtrack or something. <laughs> Make it so... 
Maybe yeah, that that that's the playlist. What's the end game there? I don't know when people share their Spotify <laughs> raps. I think that'd be really funny when people share their Spotify raps. They're like, "Oh damn! Well, I forgot I was on his 101 Dalmatians kick." What does the 101 Dalmatians uh, music sound like? I don't know. It's a good question. Uh, Doesn't one of the characters in the 101 Dalmatians oh, play well, the piano? Oh, there's Deville. Oh yeah, yeah, I do know that. That one. was a hit. Yeah, maybe that's maybe that's too. Uh, that could be confused with like, oh, that was like Cruella, a Cruella thing. Yeah. Now nah, we really need something special. Oh, uh, we could just make it. Please, Mister Kennedy. Uh, <laughs> Is that on Spotify? I wonder. It's got to be. It's the Inside Lewin Davis. Soundtrack. Yeah, but I do know that um, I I was on an Inside Lewin Davis kick. Uh, it is like on it, Spotify. Okay. Elvis Costello, Oscar Isaac, and Adam Driver, mm-hmm. famously missing from there. Is he? Is uh, Justin Timberlake? Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. Shout. That is the funniest fucking song. What else would we would uh, a would you be into that? And B, what kind of shit could we put on there? Please, Mister Kennedy would be an okay one. It does seem like a like a like a semi fruitless endeavor where like we're not really that's, getting anything out of that, and neither is the person. Language. Who, neither <laughs> is the person that's doing it. Now you're speaking my language. I like this. Like this seems like a very stupid idea from all accounts. Mm, could could be not worth it. I don't know. Only one way to find out. Um, I'm. I oh am, my god! Everyone's wrapped's gonna be Bo Burnham. Yeah, I am excited to see how much uh, Vineyard Nights ends up on mine. Would it? Uh, when was Vineyard Nights? It doesn't matter when October it came out. It's still gonna year. end up on mine because you played on stream. Yeah. Yeah, and like I listen to Vineyard Nights. No, hell yeah, Fa- I'm famously one of the people who's promised to not sue you for uh, <laughs> for use. DMCA. Yeah, that would be a hilarious long con. Though. <laughs> yeah, just going out. Somebody actually, um, the conversation that we had, we meet on Twitter. I'm like, this kid doesn't know <laughs> shit about the music business. <laughs> <laughs> um, the the one of the conversations that we had about fuck um oh um Bruce Buffer last week somebody oh. tweeted at us saying that uh Bruce Buffer is a frequent sewer oh yeah he's got that Henley gene yeah yeah, yeah where he sniffs out uh like are you ready to rumble or or that's Michael Buffer hmm. e- either one either one yeah either one. Uh, sniffs out use of their catchphrase and throws the, their lawyers at them, and they make money that way. That is so dorky. Like, you don't see... Yeah, that's lame. Like, Larry Thomas ain't doing that. We are gentlemen Just, of Harvard. Yes. By the we way... We don't sue people. You thought that I was the... Or you thought that he was the only one that was going to make fun of you for that? <laughs> or they, they think that was <laughs> yeah, stupid? That's a good line. Great line from, uh, from the Max Man. We have a Tomato Fights coming out on Friday with actor and friend Randy Havens, famously in the films and the television shows. You've seen him before. You've heard him with us. The highest rated Tomato Fights in the history of Tomato Fights. We reach for 96 mm-hmm. with The Fugitive versus The Social Network. And what a matchup. Heavyweight matchup for sure. One of the several things i love several things about us doing tomato fights but i love getting to watch really good movies or like quote unquote having to watch really good movies because what man 
when you take a couple of days to watch two 96s and two, I mean, I won't spoil anything. We've already taped it. We taped it right before this. But in my opinion, two deserved 96s. One even better than a 96 IMO. Mm -hmm. That feels good. Yeah, it was uh, quite rewarding. Um, And... I like the way that I did it too. Like I um, last night, I watched one of them, hmm. and then this morning I watched the other one. So like last thing I did yesterday, first thing I did today. Nice. And it was uh, it was like a very very uh, great way to end and then start the day. You used sleep as a pl- palate cleanser. That's cleanser. right. Sleeping makes me feel good. <laughs> it sure does. I'd never seen the Bustin video. Yeah, I showed uh, I showed you the Bustin video that the the, uh, the famous famously by R- R- Roy Parker Jr. Well, I think it was famously by a wise ass <laughs> with internet access. Um, I showed you the source bu- material was <laughs> the uh, was Roy the the video the Bustin video. If anybody hasn't somehow hasn't seen it by now. Please just look up Bustin on YouTube, and it is make sure of, YouTube is the site right, yeah. that you type uh, that. Sleeping in. makes me feel good. <laughs> That's what lost me, man. Like, there's all these like jokes and images that were uh, very based. funny, but like, oh, okay, I knew it was coming. And then for some reason, you just go sleeping makes me feel good. I'm like, now that's my kind of joke. You warm them up with all these busting jokes and then just throw in a nice little, like, communion cracker of... I am afraid of no sleep. I am afraid of no sleep. That's uh, that's going to be a good time on Tomato Fights with uh, Social Network versus Fugitive. So check that out. You can hit the Patreon, patreon.com slash listen to brunch. It was great to do it with Randy. Randy was... When when we told him about tomato fights, he was like, I'm in. When are we doing it? Uh, his answer to, isn't this a good idea for the podcast, uh, could have been better. Under-delivered. Very under-delivered. Very, mm-hmm. uh, that was a maybe a choice. He's an actor. True. Maybe he... He wanted to challenge himself by acting like it wasn't a great idea. Oh, fuck. You should have said that. <laughs> that would have been great. We're, we should use that with him more often. Be like, oh, you're trying to act. Be like, oh, you're acting. Oh, well, someone's acting tough. Please, yeah. <laughs> um, actor. Yeah, also, people, go to the Patreon. If you're not a Patreon subscriber, please inflate our numbers because we came up with an idea last week that I've been, last week or two weeks ago, that I've been thinking about nonstop, and it was just to do a, a The Sims stream. Oh, yes, dude. Yes. I to want me. to, uh, we, we still want to do the sleepover stream. That's obviously... Uh, you know, something that we've been looking forward to for quite some time. So if we get to 350 patrons, I believe that we're like very close to 300. Yes, um, so- we're, we we should be able to get to 300. That's an honestly like not to do like a come on guys, but more of like a we got this gang. We're very close. Yeah. Um, if we get to 350, we will do the all night sleepover stream. Yeah, and I think that one thing that we've been talking about is it's going to be switching a, Sims, doing a lot of Sims. Yeah, a lot of Sims part of the uh, the sleepover, and just it's getting me excited. I I want to do the Sims and see what happens and what kind of content in the they Sims. sure can. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Again, like it was a different time back then. I would be like, oh, flirt. Oh, she's not into him. Flirt. Let's <laughs> well, annoy her. Yeah. <laughs> and I, feel, I hope that now, like after like three times, it's like, listen, not pal. Leave her alone. Yeah. You don't get like you got like, like flirt the is great. <laughs> yeah. 
Right, or like the third time you click flirt, like it's another friend walks over and it's just like standing there, and just like <laughs> making sure like everything's okay. Yeah, I'm just like, hey man, we're actually uh, do we're actually just uh, with some friends right now. Yeah, unfortunately, that's like very low on the list of problematic things that you can do to The Sims. In I the know game. it is. Yeah, it's such a weird look into. The human psyche. Jay Baruchel was talking about on the last Tomato Fights that there is uh He was saying that Freud has some stuff that explains why people like horror movies, which is like they do think about like the scariest possibilities or whatever. Like their own mortality. Yeah, and that has to also apply to how people play video games. Like when kids play Grand Theft Auto and they're like, wait, I can drive a car and do whatever I want with it. And their first thing is to just like run into a, gra- a crowd of pedestrians. It's like, we're like horrifying. Yeah. That's it's so fucked to and think like, about. Just basically, the entire premise of The Sims is that you play God. You're God, yes. Yeah. yeah. And for some reason, everybody, at least everyone I knew, they thought God, if they could be God, they would buy a lot of refrigerators and place them. Everywhere. I don't know. My favorite move is uh, building a pool? Build, building oh. a pool. They get in the pool and then you take out the ladder. It's just a saving mo- money saving. <laughs> yeah. uh, you had to cut c- costs. <laughs> Look, we're tied up against the cap, but just buy bought a lot of refrigerators. <laughs> got to get rid of the ladder. We got to let you go, ladder. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh man, it has no reflection of your performance and the things that you've done. It's just it's purely a business decision, and I'm sorry. Another good segue because rigging the home with death traps reminds me that the new Home Alone is out. And honestly, neither of us have seen it, which is that's a big surprise. I thought we'd be jumping on that. Yeah. It came out without us even knowing. Not even uh, neither of us has seen it. I hadn't heard that it had come out. No. Hadn't even heard of it. I hadn't seen previews. Like, I've seen some previews for it, but, like, mainly on the internet, I think, not on TV. Yeah. I haven't seen uh, previews. I haven't seen, like, reviews. I haven't seen anybody talking about it. Yeah, very, uh, not a great sign. No. This is getting the opposite of Licorice Pizza, which... What's it called? Is it called Home Alone something? Home Alone, Home Sweet Home Alone? Oh, okay. Yeah, that might be it. Sweet Home... Alone with Home Sweet Home Alone. Reese Witherspoon, famously oh. from the uh, the Rotten Tomatoes score, so this is, why, yeah, is not good. Is it Home Sweet Low? Very sweet low. low? Uh, yes. Uh, we we looked up a movie earlier today. Sixteen. It's a 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, 17, so when you get into the teens, that is where you f- will have a hard time finding movies for tomato fights. Because there's the those are few and far between. Like low ratings are, I mean low ratings happen, but they're generally 30, 29 like, we have entire gaps in our database of, like, there's no 15, there's no 14, or not ones that we would think to discuss anyway. So, that's that's low, man. How many Home Alones do you think there are? Uh, famously, there are 
two with Joe Pesci. There was a third one that did not involve Pesci, Elliot, or O'Hara, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Culkin, or what's my man's name? Uh, great actor, musical theater actor, right? Donald Trump? He infamously is in Home Alone 2. Yeah. The guy in the second one, Home Alone 2, he's the main... Uh, oh, I was going to say the main antagonist, um, but... Uh, Curry. Yeah, Tim, Tim Curry. Curry. Tim yeah. Curry. Right? Is yeah. Tim Curry a musical theater man? Uh, I believe so. I mean, like, uh, I would assume so. He's just very much on. got that he, he, energy. Um, shoot, what's the movie? What's the movie? What's the movie? What's the movie? No, 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 no. The one where he plays, like, the dancing guy. Oh, shit. What's the name? Oh, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. I haven't seen Rocky Horror Picture Show. Have really? You? Yeah. I have. Ellen made me watch it, and it's uh, it's quite fucked up, but quite good. I'm spending... Uh, I actually got a couple of New York trips coming up. Uh, one, I'm going with my friend Pete, and we're going to go see Licorice Pizza. Hell yeah. Like, they were doing screenings in uh, New York, and they were like, hey... Because they always do that. Paul Thomas Anderson movies always do, like... Uh, Hey, we're gonna. Am I your friend Pete? Yes. Okay, cool. We're gonna do. Although you have yeah, other friends, I realized Pete's I was like, and... I have a few Pete's, huh? Um... And I, I like thought I remembered you like saying, "Are you down with this?" And I, I'm sure I said yes. Yeah. But I was just making sure that was me. Yes, for sure. Okay, cool. Um, but he did that. I remember that with Phantom Thread. He'll do like a few weeks before they'll show it in 70, 70 millimeters. That yeah. It? Yeah. And apparently, Paul Thomas Anderson. Real crazy about that. Like, okay. really wants people to see his stuff in 70 millimeter. Gosh knows where you're going to be able to see that here. So we're going to go to New York, and that's cool. great because we're going to get to see it a couple weeks early, and that's going to feel good. Somebody told me the Coolidge Theater is doing a Paul Thomas Anderson oh, fuck. long thing. Let me look this up, actually. Is that the same place as Hanksgiving? Uh, no, that's... Wait, is it Coolidge? Theater? And is Thanksgiving happening this year? Because I I had so much fun, that and I would absolutely do it again. Best. Uh, it, listen, here's the deal: uh, if they're not doing Thanksgiving, I think that we should do Thanksgiving. Sh- yes, I'm so mad. Where could? Why can't I think of? I'm just again. I've had like nine cups of coffee because I'm very tired today and I've had a long day. But uh, Harvard. Oh, that's the Brattle Theater. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Brattle. Theater, we're being such a couple of chowder heads right now. Mm-hmm. Please forgive us. Brattle Only theater. in Boston. Oh, my God. So embar- are, are our accents coming out? Totally. Uh, okay. Brattle Theater, Thanksgiving. Cool. The first thing that comes up is telling me about the 2017 one. Anyway. So it sounds like things are Somewhere trending in Boston in... is doing a, uh, I think, weekly. For a while, they're going to show... Every Paul Thomas Anderson movie in 70 millimeter. Oh, my God. If you think I'm not going to Phantom Thread. Yeah. And really, I'd like to go to all of them. That would rule. Yeah, I'm I'm down for that, too. And and again, like, Thanksgiving next week? If you want to just, like, (gasps) what? Uh, Wait, is this going to work? Okay. I think I found a Brattle Theater schedule. Upcoming events. uh, Friday, November 19th. When is it? Willy Wonka, Liz. dang, sorry, like false alarm. If we want to do a homemade Thanksgiving, yeah, and even like do like some content out of it, 
Yeah, I was going to say, doesn't even need to be content. Like, would love to be like, hey, come on over. Yeah, right. Let's watch and just some watch stuff. some Tom Hanks movies. You know who would be good for that? Who? Our pal Brian. Oh, Got that outdoor goodness. projector. Yeah. Get some space heaters. He can get them. Oh, it's his place. Yeah, I want to do that. And fire up some... Some Hanks old movies? Hanks movies, yeah. What would you want to watch? So that's a good question. So, like, I know that you've seen every Hanks movie because I know that it was a lockout project of yours didn't back in the day. Didn't complete it. You didn't complete it. It but was the only thing I wanted to do. But you've seen most of them. I think I have. Honestly. I have not seen a lot of Hanks movies. Dude, we could do... I mean, then we could start at the beginning. We could fire up, like, Bachelor Party, The Man with One Red Shoe, Turner and Hooch, Bosom Buddies. That was a TV show, right? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But like yeah, I'm 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 down. And that was in the days of of uh, physical Netflix, so oh, okay. that that's why okay. honestly I didn't complete it because I was like I gotta mail something, like I don't even. So yeah, like, like there's a lot of downsides. I guess not a lot of downsides, but it's it's creepily becoming more annoying the streaming wars. Where, like, you have to basically have all of them now. Oh, my God. Because they're pulling things away from each other and all that. But, like, especially for us and doing tomato fights and basically, like, any movie that pops into your head, you can watch it in a second for, like, $3. Love it. Yeah. And it's kind that's kind of amazing. The thing that I need, though, is Amazon X-Ray needs to be what the fuck is that? on the screen. If you pause it. When you're watching something on Amazon, you, there's a tab that says like trivia, and okay. that's where Sean Evans and I were saying oh, we were yeah, getting yeah, okay, some okay. like the interesting things when we watched Chicago, and he was saying he was like I didn't know this existed, but now I am for sure going to use like I'm going to watch movies of my guests with this feature. But the issue is it only happens when you hit pause. Okay, so, so you, you like, just have to like, like hit pause and hope that it's like. In this scene, this crazy thing happens. Yeah. I would love for there to be some like pop-up video version where, mm-hmm. especially if it's a movie you've watched, I would have loved to when we were watching Social Network and The Fugitive yeah. to have those things pop up because we, you had this issue with The Dark Knight that you were like, I have seen this movie a million times and know everything about it that if I sit like, down I'm not going to have any observations. Notes, it's impossible yeah. to observe everything because you just take everything as like, well, well yeah, new. I already know <laughs> right, this, yeah. and everybody probably knows it. Yeah. Um, so, honestly, yeah, I, I'd be like, I'd be a bit of a bummer and be like, all right, Thanksgiving, Philadelphia, let's go. But Philadelphia's. I have, I you, no, I've never seen Philadelphia. You haven't seen Philadelphia? No. Whoa, man. Not that crazy. I'm aware of. No. You and I are such tight buds, and you hadn't seen for a long time. But now you've seen it for a long time. That thing you do. Mm-hmm. I, I saw it during Thanksgiving. Yeah. That was my. That was. I think that would be so like a cool, cool tradition, just yes. like at least seeing one Tom Hanks movie every Thanksgiving. I mean, don't they? Are theaters still renting themselves out? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Because that would be cool. Too. Yeah, but the, I feel like the the uh, like a lot of the charm of Thanksgiving was seeing it basically in like this like not this rundown theater, but it was almost like an auditorium. Yeah, yeah, and like they sold just like beers yeah from yeah it was you just got it like, seemed popcorn in like the foldable yeah cardboard it box. felt like very old school and very like sort of like thrown together my first uh i was gonna say my first time my first time <laughs> seeing uh that thing you do was in a bad theater it was a Man, there's some bad charm to theater shitty bad theater local stuff. theater and i would go full so like brian kind of saved a movie theater during the pandemic mm-hmm if this bad theater were closing, you do whatever I think you I'd could. be like, this can't close. And everybody 
thinks that that is the worst theater. They're like, there are, they're not active even active rats. rats. They're not even, like, it's just, they are obvious rats. <laughs> they're un- understood rats. You're making no calls on these rats. If, like, if you yeah, ran you're out signing like, up for it. You signed a waiver. Yeah. <laughs> if you're like, there are rats in there. The person would be like, did you say snakes? <laughs> be like, no, I said rats. Be like, oh, good. Let me know if there are any snakes or something. Like, that'd be, that'd that's be a, crazy. It's a social network joke. There's people in there, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's a snake. Classic. Classic, classic Justin Sean Timberlake. Parker. Sean uh, By the way, there are, this is the sixth Home Alone. Wow. There is a, a fourth Home Alone, which I had not known about. Mm-hmm. And there's also... Home Alone, The Holiday Heist. Uh-oh. This which one is Home Alone this. 5. <laughs> right. Every Home Alone yeah. is a holiday heist. That's the entire point. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So this is the sixth Home Alone. And apparently, it's not a good one. W- Speaking of uh, bad holiday movies. Yes, it is Netflix Christmas movie season. And, man, Saturday was a party. I love the... I love to do a Saturday morning movie watch. One of my favorite memories is when I finally watched Sing Street after a colleague had told me for over a year, hey, I saw your favorite movie. Watch this. Here are all the reasons you would like it. And I was like, hmm, sounds like you're recommending something to me and I don't listen to good advice, so no thank you. And it was a Saturday morning. I remember I finally put on Sing Street, hit pause like five minutes in, Started a group text with you, Jeff, and Feidelberg, and was like, boys, Sing Street. I'm five minutes in. I love it. And everybody started watching, and we all texted about Sing Street that day. I was, I was, that's weird, because I don't remember, like, the actual, like, text or whatever, but I, as soon as you started saying it, I was like, huh, that's weird, because I feel like I watched it on a Saturday morning, and I was, like, kind of hungover and just, like, watched it. I th- honestly, I think it was, I said, like, hey, drop what you're doing, watch Sing Street right now. I think it helps that... I think was Feidelberg in New York at that time. Uh, I think he was by then. But like Feidelberg is like big hotshot, lives in another place, and that's not like to be like oh like too cool for us or anything. But like he's got so much shit going on. I think it helped that he immediately responded and was like on it. <laughs> and then I think if nobody like had what am I gonna do? I've got better yeah, things to do. If nobody had responded for a few minutes, it'd be very easy to be like. Uh, cool out right now we'll do it a little bit but there was like a very quick like, like okay let's all do to this it, yeah. uh and i yeah i just love doing a saturday morning movie so fired up netflix saw this thing called uh love hard was showing yeah and i did not uh did not even cross my mind that it was a play on die hard and love actually the name Guess what? You just didn't think about it till now. Thank you. You just hit me with that fun fact. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I was just like stupid movie name, but I'm like kind of a stupid movie. Yeah, it's a it's uh so it's about a uh, well, I I guess it's not whatever. It's one person in the movie. Their favorite Christmas movie is Die Hard. Oh, very cool. Well, wait a second. Yeah. The other person, the classic Coke. It's like legitimately the Coke and Pepsi yeah. bit. And then the other person's favorite Christmas movie is Love Actually. So they put the two names together. Huh? <laughs> yeah. So uh, our guy Jimmy O Yang is in it. Yes, that's what made me watch it. I yeah. was like Christmas movie, Netflix movie. I mean, 
to see the Netflix logo stamped on something doesn't necessarily sway me one way or another. But if it is a Christmas movie, so if they're if the the, yeah. the N is on it, it means that this is a Netflix produced movie. If that is on a holiday movie, absolutely in. I have no choice. Well, and it's great because like, like we're going to talk about this. Right, and there's no expectations. Like there's yeah. like we expect in the Netflix holiday movies to be pretty bad. Yeah. And they're still like a lot of fun. What's your favorite Netflix holiday movie we've done? Uh, uh um Either Let It Snow, is that what it's called? It's, I couldn't think of the name. I was like uh, the Awful House one. That's uh, my answer. The the Let It Snow one and then I also kind of liked the uh the one with uh, fuck, what what oh, was the it? Crybaby guy, the crybaby guy. Yeah, it's like, but I want to do this, and it's like, oh, the well, Australian I guess, guy. I guess she's gonna choose a different guy. Than What's you. the one with the uh, the Australian guy? There's the one with the director guy that, and he's the guy that's a baby about everything. He's like, we're in town for my play, and I am going to put on the best play that there ever was. And she's like deciding whether or not she's in love with him. I'm like, you're not. <laughs> we don't like this. No, movie. I don't think it's that one. Uh, the one where the girl, like, it, oh, they're like, I, it's so stupid. They're like pretending. They're holiday dates. That's it. They they only date for holidays. They they're they're date. they're they're each other's like holiday date. Holiday the holiday. I don't remember this. Where Let's they see. they only like they only get together to spend holidays together so that they don't have to be single on the holidays. Oh, I do remember. Okay, that so one's pretty. That one was like was like dumb and stupid, but I kind of liked it. And I also really like. Isn't one of them? Uh, one of them plays like a famous person. Is that no? What's the one where they have a somebody plays a famous celebrity, and they're having a Christmas thing, and all these people come over. And shit, what a terrible description I just gave. Are you thinking about the one with Kristen Stewart? What, uh, one of them is the guy from uh, Dave. One of them is the manager. Oh, the redhead? Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember. Fuck. Uh, the Kristen Stewart I one last year was very good. Too many. I know. We've watched too many Netflix Christmas movies to count. Okay, so we're going to find this out. Andrew Santino is the the man in this movie. And yo, that's not cool. What? The first people ask on Andrew Santino is what happened to Andrew Santino? What? Get the hell out of here. He's like peaking right yes. now. He's got a burgeoning career. Yeah. Get out of here. He's got a very popular podcast too. My And he's goodness. like a, a, a kind of like banging stand-up comedian, I think. That is so Happiest Season is the one that I was thinking. That's the uh, the Kristen Stewart one. Happiest so I would say Let It Snow, season. The Holiday and Happiest Season. Happiest season. Oh no, that's the one where. Okay, so you gave the the different one. So that's not holiday. Happiest season. No, 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 the no. The holiday is a different movie. Okay, I'm saying happiest th- these season are my three. Is the uh, one where the uh, couple has is it Mackenzie Davis's family is conservative or there's like a politician or something yeah so she and they she, don't know she's a lesbian yes and yeah she right. doesn't want to come out to her parents but she wants to spend uh the holidays with her girlfriend so they like pretend that they're friends i remember liking that movie it's that was a good movie i loaded cast i think that was like a hulu or something or like a it was indeed a hulu one yeah loaded cast though yeah arby plaza mary holland allison brie um, uh dan uh, levy 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that one, like, I had some expectations because the cast did. was so so good. Yeah. So I, I guess we'll like we'll we'll exclude that one because it they, that's like not technically a shitty Netflix Christmas movie and was not a Netflix exclusive. Movie. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um. But yeah, my favorite is my favorite. Let it snow. I think that it's that's, so stupid. It's, it's like a light, heartwarming type of thing, and it just like taps into like, oh yeah, like if you think you're neurotic now, <laughs> you're just a mess of emotions and anxiety when you're a kid. So that's a good one. But I maybe it was just because I was so happy to be watching a Netflix Christmas movie, but I had a great time with Love. Yeah, it was incredibly stupid, and like. There was a lot of things that made me roll my eyes. Yeah, but it's a like I watched it on a whatever Saturday night or something. I like took half an edible and I was I was enjoying myself, John Evans style. Yeah, exactly. And um, halves that up. Yeah, right. And it was uh, it was a it was a fine experience, and I'm happy that my guy Jimmy O Yang is getting some shine. Like yes. the leading man. Yes, just killing it in these movies out here. Doing movies, doing and big things, crazy rich Asians, Fantasy Island. And Nina Dobrev on the other side? Like, yeah. damn. That's a great couple right there. Hell yeah. A Man, I gotta say, I shot him an email and was like, hey, tomato fights, whatever you want to, haven't talked in a thousand years, probably don't even remember me. I don't think he's on Twitter anymore. Okay. If he were still on Twitter, he'd be able to probably remember us better because we're, we're on there. But um, I was... If he came on, we'll see if he does, TBD, it, uh, I'd be like, man, that scene where, so it's about a guy who catfishes somebody on a dating app, and he says that when his picture was himself on the dating app, it only got three likes in a year. Uh, Now, I don't know anything about dating apps, have never used one, but I knew, I was like, there's going to be some twist. His picture must absolutely suck because bullshit Jimmy O Yang with a good looking guy mm-hmm. and I bet he would crush a dating uh, app. Yeah, like a bio? Yeah, yeah, incredible. He would put something incredible on the bio. So like the not to like gas him up too much, but the most oh yeah, right moment of the movie is there's no way Jimmy O Yang is going a year with only 3 matches on a dating app. Yeah. I kind of ruined my experience for, with this movie too because, um, like, he catfishes this uh, this this uh, Nina Dobrev's character, and like, so for the first however many minutes of the movie, you think that that he's somebody else, and they talk on the phone and stuff, and the voice was driving me crazy. So I didn't know Jimmy O Yang was in this movie, and the voice was driving me crazy. I was like, I fucking I know whose voice this is. It's driving me insane. So, so I looked up the cast to see, like, whose voice is this? And I saw Jimmy O. Yang, and I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. So, like, it would have been so much cooler and so much more of, like, a holy shit kind You're of like, moment if uh, when they should. Because, like, they do build up him finally showing up. Young, deeper Chris <laughs> Rock voice that, that's not that – I. Who is this? I so I didn't have that experience because I saw on the Netflix thing there was a picture of the cast, so okay. I knew that. Yeah, I and didn't. then, well, like when you know that he's in it, and then you hear the voice, you're like, okay, he's yeah, right. getting 
But and like, I think the oh, mirror- would have been so, would have hit so much better. Yes. Like when they do the big reveal. Yeah, there is the threat the whole time. They do say the whole time they're like, "Oh, you're getting catfished. This guy's too good yeah. to be true." So you are supposed to be suspecting it. So when you said that you didn't know he was in it, and then you looked it up, I was like, "Oh fuck, I didn't even consider that." But to watch that without knowing that he's in it, that would be yeah so rewarding to be like, "Damn, Jimmy O Yang, he kills it though." Yeah, he was actually really good. Um, yeah. The movie itself, it's fine. It's but a, like, I mean, Christmas movies are silly and stupid. Right. And this is the, uh, I don't know, there's the, a special place in my heart for just like turning your brain off and watching a dumb Christmas movie. Yeah. And you know how it's going to end. They're mm-hmm. going to end up together. But they um, they do a lot of like, hey, let's get a little deep here. Not mm-hmm. too deep, but let's get a little deep. Yeah, like, there's a, there's a, a back and forth of like, good messages and then like just shit that'll make you roll your eyes and be like this is so fucking stupid oh yeah i'm i could see twitter and uh people who get too worked up about like little things in pop culture that don't matter be like having a lot of problems with this movie because they basically say yeah well catfishing's bad but i mean really if you're pretending to be somebody else to try to impress another person, aren't you just catfishing them? And it's like, oh, it's not really how it works. No, that's <laughs> yeah. just having low self-esteem. Yeah, and like one is like you're really and also, actively, and like, also like that's fucking dating, right? Yeah, like date, like the first couple months of dating, like, you're no, just like, pretending to be the best version of your yourself, best behavior, yeah. and trying to be like, oh shoot, what makes sense for this person? Again, yeah, that's like. That's just not having self-esteem. Yeah. Uh, but it was good. I got some laughs out of it. There's a uh, ridiculous karaoke scene. Oh, man. The most ridiculous sure karaoke is. scene that has ever existed. There's also a fucking bobsledding scene out of nowhere. Yeah. Really, really weird. There's a there's a indoor rock climbing scene, and I'd like to do that at some point. Never done that. I've Do done you? it. Yeah. Is it good? Is it's it- scary, man. It's It's like... It's a lot harder than it looks. I I think of it as being like uh, skateboarding. We've talked about doing a little skateboarding back in the day. Whenever you go to a skate park looks and then so you cool. have to like drop in, you're like, absolutely not. Yeah, right. This is so high. This yeah. is way too high. And I'm just going to like land on my face and break thing? all of my teeth. I'm going to purposely <laughs> fall off of this get so out of here the so but like the the difference there for for rock climbing at least indoor rock climbing is that like there's a suspension system and if you fall like yeah. you don't get hurt right so but so then how's it scary just like the, i'm afraid of heights yeah and like there's also just the there's like the helplessness of like being up there and like just like the I guess the um, like the feeling or the sensation of falling. Oh yeah! When, like even if you know that you're there's somebody going to be there to catch you or like the system is going to help you. Yeah. Just like the initial shock of like falling or letting go or or like having to hold on is scary. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we have entered Christmas Netflix Christmas movie season. When when I tweeted that. I saw this. I'm so glad that people replied and were like, already saw it. Let's go. Like, so glad. Oh, hell yeah. This is start. Like, I assumed that everybody was pushing it as like its front page thing. But I like that people are already. Yeah. My mom, we've jumped in. My mom watched it and she said it was stupid, but she liked it. 
that's all we want out of yeah. these things. And we really, I can't. I mean, the the Christmas Chronicle movies are exhausting, <laughs> but so sometimes I don't want to watch those because I'm like, oh man, I really gotta. It's gonna take me so long to write <laughs> to, to write all these notes while watching this movie, but. To be able to do, like, I, I didn't write down any notes on no, this me movie. Neither, no. I didn't just, like... I watched it to watch it. What stood out to you? What the... He makes candles, and he's got, like, a touch of toxic masculinity, but also, like, it's very much the toxic masculinity of a young man who lacks confidence. Mm-hmm. And that's not to, like, excuse toxic masculinity or whatever, but, like, I, I just know from having been a, a boy growing up, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a real thing. Where, like, he's, like, very much concerned with oh no am i man enough he wants his passion is making candles and and i'm gonna be able to do it in a way where like guys respect me and i'm like well don't worry about that but like just make 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 the candles and then like in the context like his his family dynamic sort of like uh feeds that toxic masculinity yeah wants dad's approval doesn't want to let him down his brother is just like the mr perfect yeah right yeah good movie oh great uh scene with baby, it's cold outside. So you want to talk yes. about jokes that had been run into the ground? Of course, every year people pointing out that baby, it's cold outside is a problematic song. Is the Have you tried a Charleston Chew Frozen? It's the I don't like candy corn. Where you just like, oh god, here we go. You come up with oh, this yeah. one by yourself. Yeah, how'd you arrive at this one? And it stinks with that argument because. When you're like, oh my god, shut up! It sounds, it can be mistaken for you, right? Saying yeah, like, ba- I ba- don't care that it's right. problematic. Like, no. it's like, no, we just fucking heard song. it a million times before. Yeah, we know that is how people like, like talked back then, and like, yeah, it's really creepy. And yes, we all know that. But, but you're not making a profound observation. This puts a very fresh coat of paint on it. They yeah. discuss what a weird song it is, and then later they start singing it, and Jimmy O Yang changes it to. His perspective is he legitimately doesn't want the girl to be there, and he is telling her to go home. So every time she does like, uh, ah, well, what's I in really this drink? can't He's stay. Like, I can give you a to go cup. Like, <laughs> right. yeah, you can't stay. Go home. We've had that was fine quite night. funny. Yeah, I was like, I, I think I was LOLing when I was watching it because it was just this very, it was a very smart take on yeah something that's been done a million times, and especially when you've the- already been through the. They do like the diehard, right? Banter. But that was what I was gonna say. Like, it's fucking rich that this movie, like, does the diehard thing and then doesn't add to the conversation or anything, and like doesn't provide any new spin on it. And then, like, and then does that with "Baby, It's Cold Outside." Honestly, I bet. I wonder if like a writer on that movie or somebody. Well, I guess it's. Not it like, seemed like not this like movie... a writing room when you're making a movie, but like, so, like somebody had that almost as a bit, and they were like, "How can we put this?" into a movie well it really like it seemed like they had a checklist of all the cliche discussions christmas discussions that they could hit and they did all of them like they did love actually they did die hard they did uh baby it's cold outside yeah and it's just like the only one that they added and like did provided value for was baby it's cold outside yeah that was a good scene though man uh, that's the that's that's the leader in the clubhouse for best musical christmas thing of the 2021 season, but who knows? It's young. We don't know what Netflix has in store for us. We'll probably see uh, Home Alone for next week. We should probably have some stuff with Han Mouth. Those boys are in town this week. We're yep. going to be hanging with them. And Tomato Fights is Friday, so please get on the 
Patreon, patreon.com slash listen to brunch. We'll have that for you. And in a couple of weeks now, actually, it's no, it's next week. Next week, the Peter Jackson Beatles documentary series drops. Ooh. And fan or not, I don't want to say like you're not like a fan, but you just haven't really jumped into the Beatles yet. I think that whether or not you decide to start listening to the Beatles in preparation, I think you should definitely watch that. Yeah, I, from what I've seen, it looks very interesting, and I think that I'm, I'm going to watch it. Good. So that's the content. Get it. We appreciate you. Talk soon.